Hey everybody, welcome to the PDX Beat Podcast, the weekly culture show that keeps a finger on the pulse of all things Portland. I'm your host, Amado Lumba, and in this week's Beat, you'll hear my chat with Shannon Donaldson from Shanrock's Triviology. She and her team expertly execute pub trivia five nights a week at various locations here in the greater Portland area. But before we get into it, please be aware that some colorful language is used in portions of this episode, so... Listener discretion is advised. Shannon Donaldson, also known as Shanrock in the local pub trivia scene, moved to Portland from Kakalaki, North Carolina in the year 2000. Kakalaki, North Carolina, filed that under geography. She founded Triviology in January of 2005, and I think it's fitting that I start my interview with her, which is all about trivia, of course, by asking how the name Triviology came to be. Just straight up, after I'd been doing it for several months, I didn't have a name for it. Okay. And so I just sort of threw it out to my friends, and I said, you know, whoever thinks of a good name for my business, because I really love it and I'm going to keep doing it, uh, wins a bottle of your choice of booze. (laughs) And so my friend Dave J. Burr just went, boom, Triviology. Congratulations, sir. You just want a bottle of vodka. Nice. So, um, yeah, I mean, just straight up a friend just came up with it off the top of his head. And I'm like, that's the one. That's it. Triviology. So, out of everything that you could pursue and you could do instead of what you wanted to do with your degree, why trivia? Um... I think it's a, that's a good question. It, I never, never set out to do it for a living. Um, and when I started, because when I started, I was just doing it for fun, for free at a local bar. Just because, um, you know, in, in 2004, there, there were a couple of trivia nights in town. But um, uh, I don't know. They just weren't, they just weren't really my jam. Um, no offense to anyone who was doing it in 2004 at all, because like maybe I didn't even know they existed back then. Right. But um, uh, but yeah, like the couple I did go to, I'm like, uh, it's not really my jam. Let's see if I, I wonder if I'd be any good at it. And so I just offered to do it for free. Um, and then just at my neighborhood bar, and then it was just so successful that I was like. They should totally pay me. (laughs) And then, uh, I don't know. I mean, ever since then, I've had, you know, more offers to add on new trivia nights than I could, you know, would ever want to accept. And so so I didn't approach it from a, okay, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do this for a living. I just started doing it for fun. Uh, and then there just wasn't like if there had already been a trivia night rocking in town that I was having a great time at I never would have existed because I would have been like oh no I couldn't do better than this this is awesome (laughs) so you know it just started off as a for fun thing and then when I saw how thirsty people seemed to be for that kind of fun I just um, yeah decided to make a go of it so, uh, in the beginning, it was just you. And what was the bar that you started out at? It's Peter's Bar and Grill, which okay. is uh, where I still do trivia Wednesday nights. And um, and then, do you remember what your next set of bars that you added were? I do. Um, my second one was uh, The Slammer, 
Um, and I've had a couple of ran runs at the Slammer, and I love the Slammer, and I love Lizzie the owner. She's just a Portland institution. So um, we've done a couple of runs at the Slammer. Um, my, and then La Merde, I do it at La Merde on Thursday nights, which is um, also one of, I've been there about eight years. They're attached to the Montage, which is another Portland institution. Mm -hmm. And we also do it right here at Bare Bones, where we are now, uh, this, and other places. But those this are just is a nice bar. I'm, I've never been here before. There used to be a coffee shop here before. Was I it? feel like it was <laughs> a um, kids, like a toy, a kids toy store or a kids bookstore called Pollywog or something like that. That, that sounds yeah. right. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Now the cafe has been here for a while, and they just expanded to a bar. But yeah, I think it was a kids store. Before. So what makes uh, what makes a venue good for trivia? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'll, if you ask five different teams, you'll probably get five different answers, uh, just because there are different, different kinds of things that are important to different teams. But I think, I think the main things would be uh, great service from the staff, okay. uh, which I totally stand behind because the way I see it, the bartenders, they're on my team, you know, like we're on the same team together. Right. And I've had a couple of venues that would have been really successful except that the service was not good. Got it. I'll just not get more colorful and, than yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not going to ask you to, t to tell me which one. Right, right. Um, <laughs> we'll do it off the air. <laughs> yeah, but um, so I think, you know, having good good service from the staff is really important because, you know, you're busy. You're like writing down questions and like thinking about your questions. You don't ha want to have to go chase someone down to get a drink, you know. Right. So good service is important. And also, I think it's the ambiance, not in the sense of um, the setting or what it looks like, but in terms of um, if it's a bar that feels fun and seems conducive to a fun vibe, because, um, you know, my trivia, you know, a triviology game isn't, you know, it's not like an exam where it needs to be really quiet and, you know, people need to not be talking and, you know, but it's also not, you know, supposed to be the opposite end of that it's also not just absolute chaos and mayhem like you need to be able to hear us read the questions right so i think just a really good balance between um just a lot of talking and shit talking between teams and knowing who the other teams are and having a lot of interaction and i think just any bar that strikes that balance where it doesn't seem very formal and proper um but it's also not you know like skinheads punching each other <laughs> on the floor or something like that. Right. <laughs> Can't be too boisterous. Which, to be fair, has only happened once in my 10 years of trivia. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, I'm proud of that number. <laughs>What makes for a good trivia jockey? Ooh, good question. Uh, for my trivia, definitely, um, and thusly, since I think mine is the best, though, so I guess I should say, like, for everybody's what it should be, <laughs> is um, uh, you've got, I think the most important things are having, basically being smart and having fun. You know, you need to be smart enough to... Um, not that you necessarily need to have a super high IQ, but you need to be able to think on your feet and, and be able to respond to when people have questions and be like, well, why isn't it this? You know, you, you need to be able to 
be able to answer that. Um, and usually the answer is right there in front of you on the, you know, on the piece of paper or the phone now these days, <laughs> the phone in front of you. It's like, because in the question we said, um, so you do need to be able to think on your feet like that. But honestly, the most important thing is just having fun with it. Sure. Um, because... Like, I've been to some, and not even just in Portland, but just, like, when I go on vacation or whatever and play trivia. You know, some of approach it like, I'm just going to sit up here on this dais, <laughs> and I'm going to read you some questions, um, and please don't bother me. And you're just sort of, like, reading questions off of a computer, and you're not interacting with the... And that's not my jam. I'm like, I, I really don't... Like, you got to interact with the team. You're a performer, you know? so to speak. You're a performer, yeah. right? You're, as much, you're much more a performer than you are a, you know, a proctor, like a test proctor. Yeah, you're not. You know, it's not the SATs. Like, talk to people, have fun, make jokes, like, have fun with it. Now, do you, are you the one that comes up with all the questions, or do they come up with their own questions? I, I co-write all of the quizzes, but I definitely have a lot of help from my trivia jockeys. So, like... Margaret and Paul helped me write questions too. Um, so, and I have very specific criteria. You know, I have a. I mean, I'm very. It's it's not easy writing a quiz, especially for me. I'm very persnickety. I'm the first to admit. Uh, so I definitely make them. You know, I definitely put them through. Uh, what's the expression I'm looking for? I don't know. I work their butts off. I guess is <laughs> you put them through the ringer. I put them through the ringer a little bit. Because I'm, I'm like I'd much rather have us quibble over the questions, you know, three days before the quiz, than while you're right there in the quiz and somebody asks you a question and you go, oh gosh, I have no idea. Like, let's get all of that out of the way before quiz day. That's you know? cool. What what makes for a good trivia question? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'd say my favorite trivia questions are the ones that elicit a response like when you read the question even as you're reading the question and you hear uh and you hear this from one or more teams like oh, 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 oh i know that not even just like oh nailed it it's easy <laughs> but just like something you're excited to know sure. something that's challenging enough that you're proud of yourself for right. knowing it. Right. Um, Which intrinsically is what trivia is, correct? <laughs> it is, you know. I mean, sometimes we throw some low balls in there because I'll tell you, no matter how easy you think a, a question is, somebody doesn't know it. <laughs> um, and uh, I played a Blondie song once and somebody thought it was Missy Elliott and had never heard of Blondie. And I'm like, that's on you. That is on you, friend. <laughs> that um, is on you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, because I'm sure they mailed some other stuff that sure. people my age were like, I don't know who the hell that even is. So, um, uh, yeah, I guess I would say I kind of got a little off track there with Blondie. What was the question I was <laughs> No worries. What makes for a good trivia question? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I just really do like that response of that. Ooh, and then, right, and then like a question, and then also I guess a question where you at least have a chance of figuring it out, right, even so if you don't know. So it's not unachievable. Right. right, so like maybe I'll ask for, like in the book learning round, where I'm asking a question about history or geography, um, 
and the answer is Colombia or something. You know, I'll probably at least tell you it's in South America. So even if you don't know about what's going on in Colombia or whatever, then you at least can name. Like there aren't all that many countries in South America. So you can at least get close and feel like, oh, well, Venezuela's touching Colombia, so I was close. <laughs> you know, like right. you can at least get close and feel good about your answer even if you got it wrong. Right, because you're still in favorite. the vicinity. Yeah. Um, have you ever had, even after you've kind of uh, rung it through, um, a question that just bombed? Uh, g well, yeah, yes, I mean, I, we've definitely, you know, I've definitely, we've definitely had some that are just straight up wrong. I mean, there's just no way to, like, no matter how carefully you vet the questions, I mean, it's going to, and I take responsibility for that. Like, if my, you know, if somebody writes a question for me and I don't catch the error, that's on me, you know. And we definitely have had, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> and I will say that 95 or 6% of the time that somebody says, actually, you're wrong because blah, I'm actually right. <laughs> but I absolutely get questions wrong sometimes. There's just no two ways sure. about that. And you just have to own it, admit it, apologize, and you give and the move point on. for free. And what? And you give the point for free. And then you get the point, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yes, I, I'd say any question that is bombed is the one where, where I just got it wrong, and that's definitely happened. Again, not a lot. I don't want to make it seem like, uh, you know, we do a good job at working together to make sure that doesn't happen. But, but it happens, yeah. And how did you develop your categories and or, and your flow? Like I love I love the way it works because it oh, kind of becomes you. progressively tough. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? As kind of the, as the quiz go, goes on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, kind of like the, uh, the do or die around at the end. How did you come up with that? Yeah, the reason, I guess, the, the short answer is just I just designed it the way I would want to play it. Okay. Um, and, like, one thing I knew when I developed the format, I knew I wanted to develop my own unique format that hadn't existed before. And I knew I wanted several short rounds so that there's... Pardon me, team interaction and like you don't have to wait an hour and a half to find out how you did on question number one, like instant gratification, short attention span. <laughs> so I needed short rounds. And I guess it's, it's all about developing the format was all about balance for me because, you know, the first round is just really straightforward questions about miscellaneous trivia. And then the next round is about uh, TV and movies, because I'm like, yeah, let's get to something everyone can relate to, you know, quickly. Um, and then after that, now that you've had that round that, like, yay, everybody knows stuff about, you know, Breaking Bad or Indiana Jones or whatever, um, then is the book learning round. So that's the more academic sure. stuff. So science, history, literature. Um, and so... You know, basically, uh, with some exceptions, it's basically a round of pop culture, a round of book learning, a round of pop culture, a round of book learning. So that if you don't give a crap about pop culture, you know, you don't have to wait half the quiz before you get to your stuff where you're going to help, you know. And, and then, um, you know, I have a physical challenge in the middle just to 
like like I call it a nerd crusher around, you know, <laughs> so you can just get up and get out of your seat and stretch and interact it with other teams and get some points, even right. if you haven't been answering as many questions as right. you liked. Um, That's fun right there. That, I love that. Oh, uh, thank that you. Round. Yeah. Thank Especially you. And it's only worth your points. Yeah. So. But, oh, it's, yeah. It, but it's, you know, but it's, it's, it's unexpected, you know, like if you go to pub trivia. Um, or if you happen to, to go to a lot of pub trivia, right. it, that one right there, nobody would expect that. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and it's just like a fun, um, yeah, it's something unique that distinguishes us, and it lets you feel like, like you may have not answered many questions right, but you crushed everybody in the skee-ball round or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, and you own that round, and nobody can take that away from you. <laughs> and then I always, and then there's like the gambling round, which which isn't. I don't want to say gambling. Like you, you won't, you don't lose any points, but you know you can just sort of uh, work with how many points you're gonna get. And then the final round, I was, I ended it with. Um, uh, I end it with a, a music round that's from several different genres and several different eras so that you may not know who Blondie is, but you probably know who Lady Gaga is. And so, you know, you're going to get your, your, you know, Nirvana and your, you know, all different genres. And so I decided to end on the music round uh, just because everybody likes music and if you don't, I can't help you. Um, so... I just wanted to end with something that people could get high scores on and just really have fun with because there's yeah. always songs that you can sing along to and have to stop yourself from, you know, singing the title and giving it away. Yeah. <laughs> so just ending on a strong note with, you know, high point value right. for that final round. I used to play pub trivia fairly religiously a couple of years ago at this bar called Ella Street Social House, which was just a short walk from home. Sadly, that place closed down probably about uh, a year or a year and a half ago. Um, at any rate, the team I was on, I think we were called Sparkle Pony, if I remember correctly. At any rate, the team I was on was a mixture of folks who I used to know from my yelping days, plus a couple of good buddies who I knew were good at trivia. I felt that each of us brought his or her expertise at one or two subjects, and it kind of created for us a sort of team development template, especially when we needed to recruit members to fill in the gaps. For instance, I was okay with geography or science questions, and a buddy of mine is really good at history, and uh, I think we all were fairly adept to answer the uh, questions on music or general knowledge. Now, I asked Shannon if the use of this type of team development strategy was fairly common, especially for the more highly competitive players. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think it depends. I have... Um, people do play my trivia anyway for all different reasons. Um, I mean, there's some, like... Some teams just want to play and have a good time, and they almost... I'm going to say almost don't care if they win. Uh, and I'm talking about drunken regrets. I'm talking to you, drunken regrets. Um, I mean, and they are competitive. Uh, they do like to win, of course. Who doesn't? But, like, they will just play and have a good time. And I don't know. Like, they, they have, you know, a couple of members who are just like, well, I don't know off the, the question off the top of my head, so let's just do shots or whatever, you right. know. But um, but then other teams have uh, a different approach where they're like, no, let's talk about this for five minutes and work it out. Right. And like, we really need to, and you have to be like, switch the papers, damn it, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely do have, so I would say um, 
you know, a team like uh, B. Arthur's Dick in a Box, um, who also, like, they have so much fun no matter what. Um, they, like, they have an equal amount of fun whether they win or lose, and they would never swap out one of their team members just because they thought they would get more answers right with someone else because they're there to be there with their friends and have a great time and they love each other and that's really all they care about and if they win in fact they won at Swickley's like two months ago and one of them actually cried <laughs> <laughs> actually Swickley's is my only venue where I've had a team cry because they're so happy they won and both times as it was it was at Sawickley's. <laughs> I don't know why Sawickley's. I guess it's the white whale. Um, but uh, but then yes, you or definitely the drinks are actually pretty pretty strong there. That's true. <laughs> so yes, that does add in a little challenge. They do pour them deep there. Um, but then you have other teams that are like um, uh, that really, oh, like another team that's won so many times is um, Fear, Fear for Your Safety. And like that's a team that really um, wanted to put together a super group and really uh, were like, okay, like we've got pop culture covered, but we need, um, and I'm not sure about these exact topics, but you know, they seemed to be uh, a team who really wanted to find like, that person that knows their geography or like, ooh, their literature questions every night, but that's not our jam. Um, and so, so yeah, sometimes you do have teams that, but honestly, I would say most teams are a mixture sure. of those two types of teams. Like, they have fun, they want to win, and when they win, they're proud, um, but they have fun even w when they get last place. <laughs> <laughs> I like it also when there's like the one person and it's the one person team. You know, oh, uh, yeah, I love a bold solo player. And I'd say there are like three, I think three, maybe four different people over the years that have won playing by whoa. themselves. I think only four different people uh, that have just flown, you know, flown solo and won. That's very impressive. Very impressive. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thepdxbeat. Find us on Twitter as at thepdxbeat. Email us at thepdxbeat at gmail.com. And check out our website at www.thepdxbeat.com. What changes or adjustments have you had to make uh, with your approach as well as your uh, Trivia Jocks approach in the age of the smartphones? Oh, yeah, good question. Um, like, do you confiscate them? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Um, and I am glad that you asked that because I guess the answer is I, I remember when the Shazam app first came out, one of my regulars. <laughs> walked up to me and said, um, you know what, Shannon, you can never do that. And, and he didn't seem to be joking. He's like, you can't do the I don't feel tardy round anymore because there's this new app. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Shazam, I know. It's like, I know. And he's like, you can't do it anymore because you can. And I'm like, I, I know how it works. But like, I, I just prefer to treat people as adults. <laughs> and... And, I'm, you know, I don't want to monitor. Like, I know one time I was able to 
uh, Blade Trivia a few months ago, and it was they were super strict with the smartphones. Like you can't even touch it. Like if I tried to even touch my phone like that, <laughs> I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna touch it. You know, my teammates were like, no, 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 you can't do that. They'll kick us out. And I'm like. Yeah, we're adults, and I have shit to do, and, uh, you know, I... Somebody's a hospital, I gotta wait for a text. Yeah, which, that was not my situation, but, uh, you know. Um, and, you know, I know, like, there are some of my regulars that do have kids at home alone while they're off in a bar drinking <laughs> while they're playing Daria. And, I mean, I, and have I... And, and the thing is, so... I, honestly, I guess I'd just say it hasn't changed much. Okay. I mean, I'll, you know, I have certain things, you know, like occasionally I'll, like if there are new teams, I'll throw out, like, you know, I'm the only one allowed to use a smartphone because this is a test of how smart you are, not how smart your phone is, and cheating is douchebaggery. <laughs> um, now, that being said, there have been a very few times that I have caught people cheating, and honestly, every time... Practically every time, it's really just hilarious. I just basically I just make people laugh at them, and it's just so <laughs> stupid. It is stupid. Um, and usually they're bad at it. Um, my favorite. Do you want to hear my favorite sure, story absolutely. real quick? Okay. It was Downton Abbey trivia, which already I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, it was a packed trivia. It was at East Burn. That's where I usually host my theme quizzes. And um, so at some point, and it was super packed, so I, I was on the mic. Um, and then at one point, I look over, and there's this little old lady, <laughs> um, completely white hair. You know, I think she had to be at least in her 60s, late 60s. Um, and she is straight up, has a sheath of papers. Um, and she's holding her phone. She has a phone. It's interesting that she's not looking up her answers on the phone. She's using the flashlight on the phone to illuminate the paper she has. And I see her from across the room. She's not hiding it. And I'm like, there's no way. There is no way. That sweet, polite. Because, you know, I greet everyone when they came in and they were very sweet, you know. And... I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. And then I'm like, I, I, I need to just check, though. I need to check. Because <laughs> if, if someone's acting suspicious, sure. like if they're holding their phone and like they think right. I can't see it, I'm like, okay, that's suspicious. I'm right. going to go see. And like you can totally see what they're, you know, like right. the screens are so nice now. Um, and so I walk over, and she absolutely has the wikipedia synopses of every single episode of downton abbey and she's just combing through them trying to look for the answer and i'm on the mic and i'm like i can't not address this it's just not fair and so i'm like um ma'am and she goes oh you know yes dear and i said um and she didn't go like oh whoops sorry or anything like i gave her the time to like come up with whatever excuse and she's like yes dear and i said um this is me catching you cheating. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I thought you said we could, that you thought it was cute that we all had notes we were studying from before the quiz began. And he said, yeah, I did say that before the quiz began. And then I, right after that, I did say, and so now please put them away because this is not an open book test. 
And she goes, oh, okay, I'll do that. You know, so she was very sweet, and it's, it was just funny. And they wound up getting, oh, and, and, then her, and then she said, oh, I wasn't able to find the answers anyway. And I was like, well, I know you weren't, because I don't, like, I write my own questions. I don't pull them off of the internet. I write them myself, you know, that's half the fun. Um, and so, like, she played the, and she was like, last place like she and her her the gentleman she was with got like last place um and she was very polite i mean she did not seem phased at all sure i think you know maybe she was rolling the dice and she's like and eh, maybe she'll let me get away with it because i'm a nice old lady and like oh well she caught me you know congratulations she caught me okay i won't cheat anymore you know whatever um, changed her ways you think i don't know because afterwards she came up to me and she's like no lady you did such a good job thank you so much this was a pleasure and i'm like <laughs> Thank you, and you know you're welcome back anytime. Like normally, you're banned if you cheat, but but I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like you're. This is going to be a great anecdote. So, and it is, <laughs> and it is. I love that it was a little old lady. <laughs> um, what makes for a good theme night? Mm. That's a good question, and I I feel like I've said that's a good question about eight hundred times. <laughs> but they are good questions. It's just facts, people. So. Uh, and the reason I complimented the question is because it is one I still ask myself sometimes. Um, I would say the most successful ones we've had, sometimes it's a no-brainer. You know, sometimes you just know, like, Seinfeld, they're always packed. Anytime I host a Seinfeld mm. quiz, it's packed. Arrested Development, it's packed. Um... The first Star Wars one I did, packed. Um, we did a Golden Girls one, packed. Now, that's kind of surprising, actually. It, it is, and yeah. the thing about the Golden Girls one is, um, it was one of, it has been one of our most successful ones in history. I think it was like thirty teams. It was at least twenty something teams. Um, is because we did it at the right time. Something like Seinfeld. I could do a Seinfeld quiz 10 years from now and have it be packed. I did one eight years ago when it was packed. Um, but the Golden Girls one, I feel like it's just at the right time because it was right when everyone was all, oh, Betty White, Betty White. And, um, and she is great. Um, and it was when she was like, she became the last Golden Girl alive and basically Betty White mania. So we did the time. That being said, we're going to do another Golden Girls this year. Nice. Um, and it may not have 30-something teams, but it's still going to be packed. You know, it's... Um, and honestly, there are some times where I think it's going to be great, and then there's not much of a turnout. Can you give me an example? Yes, I will give you an excellent example, just to bring it back to B. Arthur's Dick in a Box again. Um, I think a prime example of that where it didn't do well, but it was still so much fun, was um, I did the Outsiders trivia. Um, because stay gold pony boy, I mean... If you don't cry when you watch that movie, you just don't have a heart. And so um, exactly one team showed up, and oh, it was wow. B. Arthur's Dick in a Box. And we sat there and had drinks and talked about all of, like, the different... Like, we went around in a circle and talked about the different things that made us cry in the film and what their favorite <laughs> moments were and who was the cutest greaser and how much we hated the socias. Um, and obviously they won, and they got the prize, right. and I still asked them all the questions. So... 
I still consider that a successful trivia night because they were delighted. I had a wonderful time. I still got to ask my questions. If nobody showed up, I would have been like, tears, I'm <laughs> mad at you, Portland. I'm mad at you. <laughs> but, um, uh, and to be honest, I didn't expect the outsiders to be super packed, but I was like, a few teams will show up, right? <laughs> and I was wrong. So I definitely, you know, have some misses. Do people have an opportunity to request you? Absolutely. Teams? People have made great suggestions. And sometimes, like, I love parks and recreation, but I'd say, like, four years ago, um, somebody requested it, and I was like, oh, that's one of my favorite shows. I'd love to do one, but... Do other people love it? I don't know. And they said, just do it, please, please. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't know if people show up, but I, I will love doing it, and you better be there. <laughs> and it was jam-packed. Um, and I've actually done a second one, and it was jam-packed. So, so I absolutely take requests. So I wish I could remember what team that was, um, because it was their initial suggestion, and sure. it was fantastic. It's kind of a cultish show. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and another recent one. It was um, Tiffany on Pythagoras and the Hip to Be Squared. Uh, hip to Be Squared. Uh, great team name. I love it. They suggested uh, Serial. Mm. That I do a quiz on that the podcast Serial. Mm -hmm. And I realized, oh my God, that didn't even occur to me to do that. But it's such a great suggestion. And really like right after it ended was really the only time to do it sure, you know before sure. the new season starts while people are still all excited about it and talking about it so yes i absolutely take suggestions and uh so bring them on bring them on <laughs> <laughs>
Because um, you're on five days a week, correct? Or is it seven yes, days a week? Yes, and at 11 venues. So, like, on Wednesday night, there are three different quizzes going on that are the same quiz at three different venues. Sure. And so, I don't know. At some point, I think I need to... Um, Embrace the potential of expanding to other, you know, to other cities, because uh, that's just a thing that I've been hesitant to do. So I don't know. Potentially expanding further, um, and also I think maybe just doing more. Maybe look into doing more uh, fun sort of events that are not just the quiz night in a bar uh, which is great I mean that's that's what we do you know that's what we do but um, like for example at cruise room a few times a year uh, I host a Lego tournament hmm. um, and something which is all cruise rooms idea that's that did not come from my brain I wish I had the credit for that but I don't <laughs> that's their brilliant wonderful idea um, but I don't know. It's just, I, I guess I would like more, I would like to get it together enough to do more, like find the time to do more public things. Like I do an annual uh, trivia tournament called the Clash of the Trivia Titans, where all of my teams from all different venues gather together and battle against one another. Uh, it's actually coming up on February the 15th. And... Um, uh, and everyone's invited to play, and it's super fun, and I hand out engraved trophies and everything. But um, where, where is that happening? On the that floor? is happening at Spare Room, okay. which is on Alberta and Forty Second. Um, so, and that's a fun, and it's a lot of work. But uh, you know, I would like to maybe do I don't know, add an annual event that's like teams gathering together, like. Like in a mixer or something? I don't know. I guess, I guess I would just say in terms of a fun thing, maybe just add more things. And like I do, like every once in a while I'll do uh, a trivia bus with short Portland Short Bus um, so that there's like a trivia adventure that's like a scavenger hunt trivia mm, thing. Nice. So I guess, um, yeah, maybe just to explore more kinds of fun, unique things like that. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for speaking with me. Oh, it has been so much my pleasure. This has been fun. You can follow Triviology on Twitter at Triviology. That's T-R-I-V-I-O-L-O-G-Y. Friendly reminder that Clash of the Trivia Titans is happening on Sunday, February 15th at the Spare Room on Northeast Alberta and 42nd. Tickets and more information are available at shanrockstrivia.com. And that's our show this week. Our theme music is called Cataracts by local musician Sweet Nothing. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find the podcast there under The PDX Beat. And visit the website at thepdxbeat.com to look at show notes and listen to past episodes. Just a quick note that uh, only the 2015 episodes are uploaded onto iTunes. So if you're looking for 2014 episodes and earlier, you can find it on the website. If you have suggestions or would like to be on the show or just want to say hi, DM me on Twitter or uh, message me on Facebook or drop me a quick email. I'd love to hear from you. This has been an episode of the PDX Beat Podcast. I'm Amado Lumba. Thanks for tuning in.